This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome to another episode of Strictly Business, the podcast in which we speak with some of the brightest minds working in media today. I'm Andrew Wallenstein with Variety. As the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, Jeannie Buss has long been well-known in pro sports. But now she's making a name for herself in Hollywood with a few different projects this year, including a Hulu documentary about her family's history with the Lakers that came out last month, And now another venture she owns is relaunching in September on TV stations nationwide, the WOW Women of Wrestling League. We'll be right back in just a moment to talk about all this with Jeannie Buss. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, You don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and 
tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that, plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. We are back with Lakers owner Jeannie Buss, hot on the heels of her new Hulu documentary, Legacy, the true story of the Los Angeles Lakers, as well as a wrestling venture we'll get to a bit later in the show. Thanks for joining me today, Jeannie. Thank you for having me. So first of all, is it a coincidence that you've got both of these projects going now? I know you're a businesswoman who has interests outside of basketball, but is there any kind of concerted push into entertainment going on? It, it's, um, you know, strictly coincidence that the timing of the launch of both the, the docu-series on Hulu and um, the the Women of Wrestling, you know, event. And, you know, just, you know, we, we are in Hollywood. There's been a lot of other projects that we've, we've uh, worked on, but these two have really just kind of popped to the forefront. Sure. And, I mean, you're no stranger to working with people. Uh, with interests in the business, you know, going back to Magic and, of course, Kobe and now LeBron. I mean, are there lessons learned from their forays into entertainment? Do you ever talk to them about this stuff? Um, You know, no. I mean, all, you know, very talented people, you know, storytellers in their own right. Um, You know, we we certainly, um, you know, over the years, um, Hollywood's been an important draw for us in terms of uh, players seeing opportunities with the platform that is given to them by becoming a Laker and having not only the the movie stars, TV stars sitting courtside, but also the producers, the directors, the writers, you know, all of Hollywood comes together for Laker games. So there's just a natural synergy. And of course, we think about the the cameos that, that uh, our players have made on sitcoms and uh, other, uh, you know, I'm thinking just popping into my head is when Shaq was on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry (laughs) David, which was one of the funniest episodes, I think. Definitely. Um, And, you know, just, you know, it just kind of lends itself to these characters that we have that are larger than life and the storytelling that can go with it. And, And so with these natural synergies, I'm curious, in the past, have you done things that have been entertainment related uh, prior to this documentary? And I'm just curious. Um, you know, for for over a decade, um, you know, there's been different, um, you know, I've, I've worked with different producers 
in developing that they, they're all fascinated with, you know, kind of the, the woman in a man's world in business, but also that it's a family business. So, you know, um, there was, you know, uh, one producer that talked about that usually the only women in power, <clears throat> excuse me, that you see on television are either doctors or lawyers or cops. And so having a female in business, you know, but none of those um, really uh, kind of came together until Mindy Kaling came along and working with her on a new scripted series based on a character like me um, that we you know, really have the green light and are moving forward. Oh, so what is the status of that? When, when would you see that? Um, I, you know, I don't know exactly when, um, you know, when they think it would air, you know, we're still in the development phase and uh, working on scripts, um, you know, but Mindy is, the, you know, the producer and um, the creative behind it. And she she loves basketball. She knows the business. She knows comedy. So it, it'll be more of a comedy than a drama. Um, but, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, it, when you hear in development in Hollywood, you really don't know what that means. <laughs> Very true. You, you, you've been around, clearly. You know how it works. But just one last question on that. Is it about Jeannie Buss, the real character or someone based on you that's different name or what? It's a it's a character based on me, you know, working in a family business and, um, you know, how however creatively she wants to take it, um, you know, certainly, you know, we've we've we have a lot of stories. I've shared a lot of information with her of things that have happened that, you know, you, you a writer couldn't dream up. So um, <laughs> there's, it's just it's a never ending resource of material every day it's something different so for the hulu documentary i'm just curious why tell the story at this time obviously the story of the lakers is is far from over um so what what was it about the timing um this project started probably about seven years ago and you know in february it'll be 10 years since my father dr jerry bus passed away and um you know a few years after he passed um, you know, we just talked about how, um, you know, revolutionary, you know, the, the, the ideas that he brought to the NBA, the idea of marrying sports and entertainment, a lot of people could point to, to that moment when he got involved in sports where everything kind of changed. And, you know, just telling his story um, was important, um, you know, to me and you know, the people who actually live through the story. So we just started talking about how we would go about doing, you know, telling the story. And over time, you know, um, um, you know, became partners with Haven Entertainment and Kevin Mann as the producer and bringing on Antoine Fuqua as the director. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, then, then in real time, we're winning a championship in 2020. So all of a sudden there was just this beautiful story arc about, you know, magic coming back to the Lakers and, um, you know, how he started with my dad 
dad and then joined me in, in bringing back the Lakers into prominence by bringing a free agent by the name of LeBron James to our team. So, um, you know, it, it, you know, it was a, a lot, many years in the process and, and did not coincide with anything that HBO was doing with a, a scripted show called winning times. Um, you know, this, this documentary, um, you know, has been a labor of love. And, um, you know, and again, it's important. It was important to me to tell my dad's story uh, to a generation now that um, may have heard his name, but didn't really know what what he did that made it so special. And certainly his relationship with Magic Johnson was unprecedented in sports. Um, you know, you had an owner, um, an older white male with, uh, you know, a younger uh, uh, black athlete. And the, the relationship that they uh, put together was, um, you know they were they were soulmates on the court they they inspired each other and you know the idea that my dad was a rookie owner drafted magic johnson and as a rookie he led the lakers to win a championship that first year you know it just you know it, it, it's just it, it, right it, out it, of hollywood it could be true right <laughs> right out of hollywood you mentioned winning time of course and i guess you're saying it was basically a coincidence the timing that, you know, it, but perfect timing in the sense that it was a corrective to something that was pretty controversial and there was lots of criticism about its depictions. Um, one thing that struck me, though, is you're probably the only person in Winning Time who I think has a rather flattering uh, depiction. What did you think of seeing your own story? Well, I mean, I, you know, people have said that to me as if I would, that would make me feel better. Um, it's, you know, that's season one. I'm sure, I, I'm sure it's, <laughs> if they, if they continue season two or three or four or whatever, um, you know, they will, you know, come after my character and certainly not that I'm perfect, but, you know, I have done some things that are controversial and, and lived a, um, you know, rather, um, you know, public life in terms of who I've dated. And uh, so, you know, I, I'm sure at some at some level, it'll be my turn or my character's turn to be roasted. But, um, you know, there were there were, um, you know, it, it, it's just I always thought that, um, you know, uh, the the Lakers marks and logos were you know, protected under laws and trademarks and copyrights. But as I've learned through this process, that there really isn't anything that you can protect if you're a public domain. And, um, you know, as long as the story is accurate and or somewhat accurate and, and doesn't, you know, isn't intentionally, you know, defaming the people involved. And so- right. Um, now, do I, did they get things, you know, wrong? Yes, they got things wrong. Did they get some things right? Yes, they got some things right. Was there an intent to defame anybody that I, you know, I can't answer, only they can answer. But, um, you know, I, I think that um, they got a lot, a lot of things right 
about my dad and, you know, I, I miss my dad. So, you know, seeing him on screen, um, they did a lot of research. Um, they, every, every time in the show that, uh, the, my father, you know, called my name, he, he used actual nicknames that he, that my dad called me. So that really was, you know, it, it brought me back to some really positive memories and, um, you know, so I, you know, oh, that's good. Everybody has to decide whether they want to watch it or not. But like I said, they got a lot of things wrong, but they got some things right. Okay. Well, at least it wasn't all bad. And, you know, what also struck me about the legacy documentary is when you hear about, okay, this is the official version. Sometimes people will like, all right, this is going to be very sanitized. But you don't really shy away from the family drama over ownership. And I was curious, was that difficult to tackle? Um, it's actually been very healing for, I think, for me in particular, and I hope for the family, but I, I can't speak for my family, everybody in my family. But, um, you know, uh, people, again, were fascinated with, um, you know, kind of what happened, what transpired between my, my brothers and I. And um, it, 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 to me, it was very simple because it was spelled out in legal documents exactly what was to happen. And, you know, they they were able to find some loopholes to challenge it. And so, you know, we had to deal with that, unfortunately, very publicly. Um, but I think we've all moved forward since then. And we're all, you know, telling our story to the public and, and, you know, let the public hear, you know, and, and I think people will understand in a family there's conflict and, but what you do as a family is that you, it, it's always about the bigger picture. You know, there's always going to be a tomorrow when you're in a family and, you know, how you move forward from the conflict. We'll be back in just a minute to talk wrestling with Jeannie Buss. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Hi, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that, plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. We're back with Jeannie Buss, and on September 17th, the WOW Women of Wrestling League is back uh, through a deal with Paramount. We'll put this show on CBS-owned and operated stations, as well as lots of other station groups. I didn't even realize that you've owned WOW since 2011, and I'm just curious, you know, trace your history here. What, what drew you to get involved in this in the first place? Um, you know, it's a... a- a passion project for me because um, I knew that as time went on, people would look at at me as a leader in in women's sports, women athletics. And I looked around and I thought, you know, um, unless, you know, there's so many college female athletes um, that, um, you know, don't really have a place to turn pro unless you're going into the WNBA or becoming a professional tennis player or golfer. There's really not a lot of places for female athletes to shine. And um, I uh, am friends with uh, David McLean, who launched the gorgeous ladies of wrestling that a lot of people are familiar with because of the Netflix series. Um, And I said to David, you know, why don't we bring you know, women of wrestling back, but let's evolve it from, you know, the 80s and bring it forward. Because now there are so many great athletes that need a platform. And yes, there's women who participate in wrestling, but other wrestling uh, formats really don't feature the women. They're the undercard, they're the sideshow. WOW is all, uh, the only all-female wrestling cast. And um, it's, it's fun. It's storytelling. It's characters because um, I collected comic books when I was growing up. And I was the kid that would look, tie the towel around my neck and pretend to be Supergirl. And, um, you know, so it, it, it just it resonated with me because every girl wants to get in touch with their inner beast, you know, their inner strength. <laughs> and um, this is women fighting their own battles, not running to a man to save them and women standing up for what they believe in. Maybe what they believe in is misguided or <laughs> incorrect, but they're going to stand up and fight for what they believe in. And I think that message is really important for young girls to, to, you know, know what to believe, you know, know, believe in themselves and be willing to stand up for that. 
The WoW League has had a lot of stops and starts over the years. It was on the Access TV cable channel until 2019, and then the league shut down. So, I mean, why start yet again? Was I mean, is it possible the market essentially has been telling you that there is no market for this kind of thing? Well, you know, if if women listen to that, then there, you know, the there would be no women's sports at all. And so it it's just taking people like me uh, who believe and and are willing to invest as promoters and and figuring out a sustainable model. And we finally found the right partner in CBS Viacom. And we are now uh, launching in September, um, you know, and we have coverage over 100% of the the outlets in the United States. We're overseas um, in Australia, Um, you know, we're we're picking up markets as we go along. And it's kind of like one of those things, if you build it, they will come and we need to put a flag in the ground. And now we finally have the right partner that will give us the exposure that we so um, desperately needed to, to show that women can draw ratings, that women can be the center stage and be the draw. And this this was the sustainable model that I that I feel that can you know, last for generations, and that this is my investment back into women and athletics. Well, besides what sounds like a, a really great uh, sort of TV distribution plan, I'm curious, does this our incarnation of WOW differ from previous ones? Have you learned from past versions of, here's what we're going to do differently this time? You know, I mean, I think the product has always been strong, the storytelling, the wrestling. It was just finding the audience and, um, you know, making sure that that the women, you know, were properly trained and, you know, and finding those stars. I mean, I fully expect that we'll find the female version of Dwayne The Rock Johnson or John Cena, that this will be a launching pad for, you know, stars that that um you know just really needed an opportunity to gain attention and gain an audience but how i've always wondered when you use that sort of uh wwe metaphor of the john cena's of the world if they go if you create the next rock or cena and they go off of wow um how does that help wow or is it about as those leagues have managed it's to do. It's always about fresh faces, new mm-hmm. opportunities for women. And, you know, I just think that I know what it was like, you know, when I was 11 years old, my dad sat me down and there was an event on TV and it was Billie Jean King versus Bobby Riggs. And he pointed to the TV screen and said to me, this is going to change the world. And at that time, you know, the, the idea for me as a young kid, a young girl watching Billie Jean King play a man, like how it blew my mind. And so it, it, it opened up these possibilities. And, and, you know, I give so much credit to Billie Jean King for the inspiration. And 
that has allowed me to become who I am in business because she didn't put the lid on top of what was possible. So I, I, I think that, you know, women of wrestling is, you know, just a small part of an opportunity for, for women to see and young girls to say, Hey, I can do that. I could, I can stand up there and be strong and, and be in touch with my strength. I don't have to, to, you know, you know, shy and cower away from a challenge. You know, you talked about the the Billie Jean King match, was, which I believe was from like the early 70s. And, and I'm curious, we've obviously come a long, long way, probably about almost 50 years since then. Are you looking back across all sports, across wrestling, basketball, tennis, do you feel that women's sports still has a ways to go or has come very far and there's been great progress. I'm just curious to get your perspective. Well, I'm impatient. It's come a long way since the seventies, but it's still not where it needs to be. Um, And, you know, but it, it takes, like I said, it takes people like me who are willing to invest dollars to create opportunities and then finding a sustainable model. That's something that will not only attract women to watch, but but families, kids, men, everybody. We want as wide an audience as possible. I mean, the stereotype might be that, well, women's wrestling is just for women. What, what do you think makes it palatable to audiences of all ages, genders and whatnot? Well, I think, I think you know, um, with Wonder Woman, you know, uh, the, the movie Wonder Woman, females can be the lead and can draw an audience. And so it's 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 proven. Now we just need more opportunities. We need to to, you know, um, take that momentum and continue to build. And do you think that the glow Netflix show helps sort of prime the market? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think Glow reminded me of the the love that people had for these characters that, um, you know, and, you know, the opening of that series is about a, a, a female, an actress who didn't, you know, couldn't get any opportunity to open the door and, you know, used wrestling to, you know, try to get exposure, try to get more opportunities. So, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I think the sky's the limit. Um, and I think that this is a, a business model that will work so that it will, you know, stay in business for generations to come. How involved are you in this? Because of course the Lakers must take up a lot of your time. Uh, my, my partner, David McLean is, is, you know, chief operating officer. He has a staff. You know, I, I'm I'm a fan. I just you know I, I put up the money and I, um, you know, I just honestly when I tell you how much I love it, it's the truth. And and I'm, you know, the number one fan, super fan. So I can go out and talk about it. Um, but you know, I, I I I love watching the stories unfold. I don't like to to, you know, get tipped off as to what might happen uh, in any given uh, season. Got it. Well, I wish you the best of luck with uh, WOW and uh, congratulations as well as on Legacy and, and of course, for re-signing LeBron. That's big, too. Uh, thanks for your time, Jeannie. Thank you, Andrew.
This has been another episode of Strictly Business. Tune in next week for another helping of scintillating conversation with media movers and shakers. And please make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear future episodes. Also, leave a review in Apple Podcasts and let us know how we're doing. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. It's The Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E. is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.